Over a million patients a year are treated with respect, warmth, and compassion at Boston Medical Center. It's in this spirit of community that we offer our podcast series to you, featuring our doctors and staff. This is Boston Med Talks. Here's Melanie Cole. If you have a senior loved one or you're on many medications, you know that that lengthy list of medications that you have to take on a daily basis can be very difficult to remember and to manage. Today, we're talking about medication management and adherence. What a great topic. My guest is Dr. David Twitchell. He's the vice president and chief pharmacy officer at Boston Medical Center. David, I'm so glad to have you with us. As I said, this is a great topic. I have a father who's 95 He's on a bunch of different medications, and it's difficult to keep track. Tell us why medication management is so important and how many hospitalizations lead every year to people being hospitalized for overtaking medications, for getting medications, to general adherence. Yeah, great question. And first of all, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, medication is, is, is so critically important because you know, almost every chronic disease uh, that we treat and even acute conditions, you know, the, the, the one common theme that comes through on all of them is they, they often require a medication to treat them. Um, we see, you know, at Boston Medical Center, we, we operate at ACO. We, we take, take care of lots of patients, both in the hospital and in our community. Uh, and we see what you see nationally, um, lots of chronic disease treatment failures where people, you know, have a disease that can be treated uh, and, and should be treated on medications, almost half the time, uh, the reason they fail is because they don't take their medications or they don't take them properly. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, this is, is my recollection, but uh, there's certainly published data on this. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of, of deaths that, that uh, can be attributed to some form of medication adherence uh, uh, deficit. And so, you know, it couldn't be more important uh, than, than when you know you know, over half the time a disease treatment fails or, or hundreds of thousands of deaths occur as a result of uh, non-adherence or, or medication adherence errors, uh, it certainly kind of rises to the top of, of importance for me and, and for our health system. Uh, we think a lot about it. And as you say, mismanagement of medications can lead to hospitalizations, and so many people have this polypharmacy. They're on these many medications. So what are some of the most common mistakes that you see? when people are on multiple medications? Yeah, I think, you know, the, uh, what, what we know is as you go on more medications, it's, you know, there's a threshold at five and certainly, again, at 10, you start to see patients uh, making more and more mistakes. Um, you know, the first uh, and the most common thing that people think of is, is interactions, and that's, that's definitely true. The, the more medications you're on, the, the greater your polypharmacy burden, if, you, if, you, if you'd like, uh, is the greater the chance that you end up with an interaction that can either decrease the efficacy of one of the drugs, how well one of those drugs works, or uh, <clears throat> completely negate it, or the opposite can happen. It can, it can increase the amount of another drug that ends up in your system to a, to a level that may be dangerous or, or make it uh, have uh, side effects it wouldn't otherwise have at normal levels. Another thing that happens is, you know, maybe a little less obvious, but, but uh, uh, pretty, pretty intuitive, which is if you're on 10 medications, you know, good luck keeping track of all of those. Uh, in particular, you spoke about your father. Um, think about also, you know, here in, here in Boston, um, uh, we have folks uh, who, who may be functionally illiterate, uh, who may have low health literacy. Uh, I'll use myself as an example. I'm, I'm trained in pharmacy. I was a clinical pharmacist for many years. I'm on two different medications, and sometimes I mix those up. So 
with the highest level of training on medication, uh, specifically uh, trained as a pharmacist, I know I have trouble sometimes remembering to take my medications. Add on, you know, the burden of, uh, you know, age and, and dementia or, or any other challenge, and then, you know, increase the number of medications you're on, well, the likelihood that you're going to get all of that right without some form of support uh, is, is probably low. Uh, so I think of those two things as the main things that go wrong. Either the, the patient has too many things to keep track of and can't be successful on all of those, or there's interactions uh, or enough medications that they end up having uh, untoward effects uh, and they don't feel well and they're not getting the outcomes they intended to have uh, with all those medications. So I want to spend the most of our time, David, talking about things we can do to help manage those medications, but are there some signs, very briefly, that you'd like us to know, like if we're taking care of an aging parent, pills on the floor, or you know, you're not quite sure if the person that you love took this particular pill or maybe took too many. Are there any signs you want us to look for mismanagement? I think you mentioned uh, a couple of them, certainly, if you see uh, pills uh, around. I think the best the best advice I can give uh, is to get educated about what your loved ones are on and how they're supposed to be taking it and what it's for. And you don't have to be a technical expert, but you can know that there's, you know, for example, a, a heart pill and a water pill. Uh, and those are really okay terms to describe the pills because people know, and, and certainly your physician, your nurse, your pharmacist is going to know what you mean when you say water pill. It's the diuretic, and, and we'll think in the technical terms. But if you can know what it's for and know how they're supposed to be taking it, then one, you can look for those signs. You can also dig one step deeper and, and actually take a look. So one of the tricks that we have our technical, non-clinical staff do when they go into the homes or, 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 or do phone interviews, just as an example, if somebody has 30 tablets every month, they're supposed to take one every day, you can simply count what's left since the last time you came. It's a kind of an easy trick. So if you know it's 15 days since you last saw your loved one and there's still 30 tablets, well, you can do the math and you know that they're not taking it. Or if they're, they're all gone, a uh, different problem and they're taking them all. Um, the other is to look for things are they suddenly become confused as they start to do medications. The behavior has changed. It's really a, soft, a softer signal. They may be taking the drug exactly right. But, there, but because you've added a drug to a, a complex regimen, you know, the ninth drug and a, uh, a complement of what they were on eight, and they added the ninth, and all of a sudden their behavior changed, you know, it, 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 it may be the medication. So paying attention to their behavior as things change around their medication therapy is, is another important thing to see if they're doing well or not doing well, or perhaps they've changed how they're taking their medication. Okay, so what can we do? Now, first of all, pillboxes have been around forever. And I remember that they had the little days of the week on them and you put your little week pills all in there. Does that still work? Should we be keeping uh, a list of our medications in case someone has to go to the hospital? Or do you like it on a little zip drive? How can we keep track, David? What should we be doing? Well, I think you named two. Uh, one, I, I really like the, the, the second thing that you said. Having a list of your medications, even on a piece of paper, or I, I know my grandfather had a little notebook in his pocket at all times. I always have my wallet, so that's where I keep my information. Uh, if you can write it down and the basics of what it's for, it's incredibly powerful. You know, zip drives and technology are all very interesting, but difficult to use in the moment. Uh, when people either have a medication bracelet, uh, if you have enough and you have enough diseases that require people to be aware, that's a great task. But it could be as simple as a piece of paper. And if you can, re if you can have that, you can, you can do a good job remembering it. Pillboxes have been around a long time uh, because they work. Um, you know, if they're used, if they're managed, uh, I think 
you know, it's a, it's a great tool to remind you or, or remind me, for example. It's been a great tool for me to, to remember, have I taken my vitamin today or did I not take it today? All my mornings kind of blend together. So having that type of calendar organization, if it's not a pillbox, you know, you can certainly use a calendar instead. People all work in different ways. Um, there's other things to remember. You know, it's, it's stuff like, you know, when traveling, it's keeping uh, your meds in your carry-on. You know, we, I can't tell you how many times our, our pharmacy does you know, a lot of prescriptions, over a million prescriptions a year, a, a lot of what we fill is emergencies. People go to Florida, they pack their bag, their bag got lost. This is an easy way to lose track of your medication or to, to get off of the, the routine. Um, you know, other, other tricks, uh, it, it's about finding support. Uh, and so I mentioned that earlier. You've, you've kind of mentioned it several times. It, trying it alone is, is, is almost the surest uh, way to failure. Um, all of us have our faults and can't remember everything every time, myself included. Uh, my support is my wife. She does a great job reminding me when I'm supposed to take my medications, asking if I've taken the medications. Um, you know, she said to me once that love is spelled N-A-G because uh, she keeps track of me and takes care of me. So uh, if you can find a support network, there's no better way to ensure uh, that you're well taken care of. And sometimes that's in the form of family. You know, for us, uh, you know, we've tried to put uh, resources in place. I think the pharmacist has a very important role to play, as does pharmacy in general. And, you know, here in Boston, we've done a lot of work <clears throat> to get folks like pharmacy technicians and pharmacists more involved uh, uh, over time. We call it longitudinal. That just means month to month. We actually don't, you know, instruct the patient in January to take the medications a particular way and then see them the next January and realize it didn't go well. Uh, we are trying to be a better part of that support network by talking to the patient every month, seeing them every couple of months to make sure that they're still doing well, doing the checks that I mentioned to you. Uh, as the professionals who are best trained to do that, uh, I think we've had a great deal of success getting patients on their medications. But you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you have a loved one, you can be that st support network. You know, just as simple as kind of knowing what they're supposed to be taking and tracking that month to month, that's what they need. They, they, they can't do it themselves. You can't do it yourself. You know, look for help or be the help. Uh, and I think that's the best advice overall in general I can give. And that is great advice. What a perfect way for us to wrap up. Do you have any final thoughts that you would like to tell the listeners, David, about the importance of managing those medications, adherence, and, you know, just medication advice, really? I think, you know, my parting thought would be... Uh, Medications today uh, are absolutely amazing. Uh, there are diseases that uh, 10 years ago we couldn't imagine uh, being where we are now. We can cure hepatitis C. We can manage HIV almost into non-existence. It is uh, uh, miraculous. It's kind of the only word I can think of. And we, we see a lot of that here. We have a lot of specialties. And, and I am constantly amazed by how wonderful it is. The key, though, is you've got to take them. Uh, and, and, you know, the difference between taking it and not taking it and HIV, for example, is a patient who lives an entirely normal life, almost disease-free, uh, and dies of old age, you know, uh, which is the best possible outcome we can think of for those diseases. And, you know, it, it, there couldn't be a more exciting time to have the medicines available to us uh, because they are doing things we never thought were possible in all sorts of disease states. But, but the key is you have to take them, you have to take them right, uh, and you have to, you know, not have things that are interfering with it. Um, coupled with that, by the way, is... Don't, don't be ashamed of the fact that you're not perfect. I've mentioned several times I'm not perfect, uh, but, but I try to do the best I can. And, and, you know, just like with the dentist, you don't have to lie to your, your, your pharmacist or your, or your doctor. Tell them how you struggle because you, that's the best way to get help. 
uh, and reach out and, and, and get help either from your professionals or your family or your network um, because, again, you don't have to be perfect, but you do need to do pretty well, uh, and you don't have to do it alone. So I, I, would, I would stop at that. Wow, what great information and so important for so many of us to hear as many of us are on multiple medications or someone we know is on multiple medications. So this is really important for everybody to learn from you together. Thank you again for joining us. That wraps up this episode of Boston Med Talks with Boston Medical Center. You can head on over to our website at bmc.org pharmacy for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast as informative as I did, please share on your social media. Share with friends and family that you know that are on multiple medications and maybe need just a little help managing those medications. And be sure to check out all the other fascinating podcasts in our library. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.